There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Talking yesterday morning at the top of the show with Elaine Dunn about changes in the funding of childcare. And just to go back over it again, Elaine, because we were moving very quickly yesterday morning, the minister came up, Roderick O'Gorman, came up with what looked like a shed load of money a few weeks ago, 200 and something million. But the, the small print, as they say, tells a different story. So recap that again for me. Good morning. Good morning, um, and thank you for having me back on today. Uh, what is going on is the ECC services. This will be your three-hour in the morning community-based services across the country. They have literally got nothing out of this core funding, and they are just going to remain the same. And all of the big services are getting mass amount of funding. And nice. these poor, poor people are just—they're getting zero. It's disgraceful. Um, we had. Um, we have been lobbying a whole load of TDs all over the country and we had um, TDs speaking up on our behalf last night in the doll, and it was fantastic because people are now realising what we're saying. These small services that hire people in the local community look after the community, they do everything in the community that they possibly can to support the community. They're going to be gone. Right. And you're talking about over maybe 1,500, 1,600 of these service types that will be gone within the next few months if something isn't given in for them. So, so uh, that's a funding. collapse of the ECHI system? Absolutely, absolutely. And I, the one thing I don't understand, we have been waiting so long for this core funding. It has been said for years that they're going to give us and bring us up to a good level of core funding. So how, how this happened, that they left these providers out, is beyond me. Absolutely beyond me. The, the very ones that needed most. I mean, I saw a post yesterday on social media that effectively they're working for four sixty an hour or something. Absolutely, it's four sixty an hour. That's how much we get for the children. And that out of that, you have to then pay your staff wages, your overheads, all any bills you have at all, rent, mortgage, whatever. It's unworkable. It's an unworkable system. And you are not allowed, even if the, some of the mums or, or dads want it, you're not allowed to take a few quid off them. No, we're not allowed to take a donation and we're not allowed to charge. Right. So where, where, where are we going to go? So we're just going to close up our doors because obviously with the rate of inflation, everything has gone up. We've just been through a worldwide pandemic and yet these service providers have just remained stagnant. I know that you've got a couple of them lined up for us to talk to them after the break. Elaine, thank you very much. Chair of the Federation of Early Childhood Providers. So huge money announced, enormous money announced uh, last week or the week before by Roderick O'Gorman. Looked great. It's like all these things, like look great, but brush away the surface and you have, she said there, dozens and dozens of providers, hundreds of providers getting nothing out of this and operating 
at a loss. So talk to some of them next. There is the problem in a nutshell. The ECHI providers, the ECCE, this is the free places offered in budget after budget. The Minister for Children announced a whole pile of money a couple of weeks ago for early education. Core funding, 200 and something million. Sounded great. But these providers got nothing out of it and it's lending them in a lot of trouble. Jennifer O'Connell has a place called Yellow House. Hi Jennifer, good morning. Good morning PJ, how are you? Great. It must have looked like, wow, there's money coming and then it isn't. Well, that's exactly it PJ and to be fair, I'm delighted for the full day cares and the part times that are seeing an increase in funding which will um, you know, improve paying conditions for their uh, teachers but really from what I can see, what they've done is take away the higher capitation, which is paid to uh, ECCE settings that have graduates. And this, this isn't the way to do it. To redistribute the funding from one type of setting to another just isn't fair. How will then, you be affected? Um, well, I'm, I'm going to have to look at the non-contact hours that I give my teachers. Um, I, I had the, the wage subsidy scheme was fantastic. It supported me to allow my teachers to do a lot of the work that I was was doing all on my own before. And it gave them, you know, some job satisfaction, you know, dealing with, a, you know, all of the admin instead of just the contact time with the children. Mm-hmm. And I see, you know, they're saying that we were getting paid 120 euros per hour, which is true if you were able to avail of higher capitation. Um, and also there's some extra funding for doing a, a link course. But that €120 Euros per hour is paying for two or three teachers in a setting. Insurance, rent, all the overheads, which are all rising. Every toy, every bit of paint, every pencil, every event that we, that we run. And we get paid that for 38 weeks of the year, but obviously our overheads run for 52 weeks of the year. Nice. Um, and... Uh, the other thing is that... 120 quid don't belong disappearing, Jennifer. Well, that's for 22 children. So uh, if, if you multiply that out, uh, you know, the top funding that an ECCE session can attract is about €68,000. And that is paying for a full year of ECCE for 22 children. If, if, you, if you have the higher capitation. My colleagues then that are on the lower capitation of 69 euros, I, I haven't worked that out, but they're, on, they're managing it on considerably less. So, I, it, frankly, I think it's amazing what we deliver in these small yes, settings. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Is it going to put you under pressure to stay open, Jennifer? It's going to put me under pressure to... Um, yeah, it, it's going to put me under pressure. Yes, it is. And, oh. um, and also to... You know, my, my teachers... Paying three hours a day. Who wants to work for three hours a day? Yeah. I can't yeah. strip them back to that. And then... The and what are you able to pay them for those three hours, Jennifer? I, I don't... Uh, a, lot of, a lot of settings with the higher capitation, it was working out at about 247 extra a week. So obviously, I'm one of the people that have a degree. I didn't keep that for myself. I shared it amongst my team. Right. They're you know, not. we all... Yeah. They're not, they're not exactly high earners, put it that way. All right, Jennifer. They're, they're not high earners, no, they're not. No, and, no. and the profit, the, the massive profit, there is no massive profit. I'm a single mother. The profit is my wage. I, you know, and some years it's good, and some years it's not good. It depends on how, you know, 
how busy our setting is. I know. Okay. Thank you, Jennifer. Leave it there with you. Uh, Jackie Campbell is in Inneskeen. Hi, Jackie. Hi, hi, um, PJ. I'm in Ahio Montessori, yeah, in just outside Clonakilty and Bandon. Um, and I run a small sessional preschool service as well. Um, so, yeah, we're funded fully um, by the ECCE scheme. So, as um, Elaine mentioned earlier, we can't ask for any extra money. Um, and this new um, scheme, government proposed scheme, is really um, taking money out of our pockets and putting it into the big full daycare services. Yeah. And m- my point here really is that not all parents want full daycare for their children. Yeah. Um, we're providing or, or need it, Jackie. Yeah, well, they just exactly. need the three hours. Yeah, well, what it's it's more um, it's what they need for their children. It's not um, it's not childcare. It's most parents that are sending their children to my service. I feel are looking for a three-hour educational service for their children, and this is emotional education, social education, as well as academic. Um, we're providing learning experiences, problem solving, um, independent skills, and we're laying this foundations for future learning. Um, and that's what parents are looking for often, especially in rural parts, where they may have family who are helping them out with child care as such. Yeah. They're sending them to us for a different experience. Yeah. Are you going to be under pressure to stay Absolutely. operating? Absolutely. I've been under pressure for the 12 years that I've been running Ahio Montessori. I have two fabulous staff that I've employed for a number of years. But, uh, you know, I I struggle. I struggle to pay them the salary that they they should get. I struggle to give them the hours that would keep make it um, financially viable for them to come to work. And and the families to whom you provide this wonderful service, like what would they do if you weren't there tomorrow? Yeah, I really really wonder about that, to be honest. I, I think very few parents now would consider sending their children into national school without a couple of years of early years education first. Um, and, you know, if this continues, this funding model, as they're proposing, uh, these services are going to disappear. And I really think parents would find that a huge loss. I imagine them. And the children, obviously. The transition from preschool to primary school is made so much easier because yeah. we liaise with the national yeah. schools. It's like a little apprenticeship for them, really. Pardon? It's like a little apprenticeship for them for school. It is. It is very much a link to the national schools so we can help support that transition. But if they were all going into full daycares in bigger towns and cities, they're not having that natural and easy transition. Yeah. All right. Leave it there, Jackie. Thank you. That's Jackie in Enniskeen. Uh, to Rochestown, Evine Casey, you are another, another provider. You'll have to consider your position here, will you? Good morning. Hi, PJ. Thanks for um, having us on. Um, yeah, well, I suppose my my biggest issue here, and I suppose the point I wanted to make um, this morning is that we are preschool sessions. Now, I am the same as the other two ladies there. I run a sessional preschool service, so I run a morning and an afternoon class. But one thing I want to say, like you're, you're going through um, people's funding there and what people are taking in on the ECC service, but we're also being taxed on that. So if you're on a higher tax bracket, you're being taxed 40% of all that income as well then as trying to pay two staff members and I suppose one of the points that I wanted to make as well um, as an ECC and as a preschool session we're inspected under TUSLA we're inspected under the Department of Education and we're inspected under Pobble. So we have three different types of inspections and I suppose the one that not annoys me most but um, the one that I kind of laugh about really is the fact that we're inspected under the Department of Education, yet we're given none of the rights of teachers who are working um, in schools. I mean, we have to lay off our staff 
in June and they have to go on the dole for two months because of the lack of funding. We were promised this fantastic funding from the government and um, and we were all told we were going to be up so much in money that we'd be able to up our staff rates. And as it turns out, a lot of services are actually down in money. Now, the one thing that the government did say is that they won't leave anybody um, with less money than they were last than they, than they had last year. But um, they're not going to be up in money, and a lot of schools are going to be down in money. And I suppose I'm in a lucky position because I don't have huge overheads um, because I run a, a setting from my own home. Yeah. But people that have huge overheads, huge rent, um, they're in they're in a serious crisis. And only for Elaine Dunmurphy and the Federation that she's after setting up, we've never had a voice. Mm. You know, we're all lobbying TDs and ministers and we're getting nowhere. And it's a serious lack of recognition for what we provide. Yeah. And I listened to the show earlier and I listened to the mums of children, you know, who are fighting for the rights of their children. And um, I just want to say, in an awful lot of situations, now in fairness, not all situations, but in a lot of situations, it's the ECCE services and teachers that are spotting little difficulties with children. You're and bang you know, on, Evine. And, and, and we're not we're not being recognised for that. You know, over the years, I've said to parents, look, just get on to the, the district health nurse and just see, you know, if you think there's a little issue here. And we are we are sometimes the first people that see it. And we're, again, we're all qualified. We're all being. Um, we're all trained for years, huge years of experience, yet no recognition. And Roderick O'Gorman comes out then, the big man saying he's going to give how many million to settings. He's looking after the pre, the, the fresh settings because he's looking after parents who are paying childcare. He's forgetting about the whole educational side to preschool settings. We're not a childcare service. We're an educational service. Even just to pick up on something you said there a second ago, I, as a parent with direct contact with services, obviously through my own boy, I've lost count of the number of parents who've confided to me that the preschool teacher or the Montessori teacher said, I'd get that checked. Yeah, yeah. And, and lost count of it. You, and... and it's that's like it's you, you I suppose really when when people send children to my school I mean we love the children I have two teachers with me and we actually love the children to come into the school and you watch every one of those individually and you'll pick up on little things and it's and this is happening in every preschool in the country and especially the smaller preschools where you have people who are in it because of the love of children and in order to do this job you really would want to love children because financially for anybody in it it's not it's not now i'm not saying it's not viable but for teachers that are working in it it's not it's not a decent earner it's not you're not going to get a mortgage if you're a preschool teacher you know and that's that's totally wrong and it's that recognition that um it's that's what we should be recognized for we are educators and i think that's where the government are missing out big time, yeah. and and you know parents are trusting us with you're their children. You're not childminders like you're. you're we're not. No, no. We're not, and that's the problem. And and in fairness, there are childminders in this country that have set up small little settings as well. They're not being recognised at all, absolutely at all. And and again, they are educators. And I think the biggest problem with the ECC and with um, Montessori and preschool services is the government aren't seeing us as educators. They're not seeing us as educated people providing a very, very important service. Okay. And it's definitely not reflected on the funding they're giving us at the moment. Okay, leave it there. Aveen from Shining Stars Montessori in Rochestown. And thank you, Jackie. And thank you, Jennifer, also.
before that. The reality of it is these services are in danger because of the funding. The funding that looked, and it, you can't overstress this, funding that looked fantastic when it was announced. Courts 96 FM.